Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. As always, I am your panel moderator, Casey Hutchison, and we are so happy to be back after taking last week off. You know, there wasn't too much to discuss because the soaps were preempted uh, because of impeachment coverage and stuff like that. Um, but we're back and we've got some news and we've got some fun things to talk about. So before we get into everything, let's check in on our co-host, Alan. How are you? I'm better than us, doing as well as Sasha Calais as new Supergirl, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> good to know. Um, and Mr. Rodrigo, how are you? I'm doing great, Casey. How you doing? I'm doing well. That was very Wendy Williams of you. <laughs> how, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and then the always lovely Tiggs. How are you? I'm doing pretty swell, Casey. <laughs> Good to know. Um, are you going in a new direction <laughs> this week? Um, yes, and I will not be recast. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, of course, we always have the Susan Lucci of this podcast. Dee, how are you? Um, I'm feeling um, amazing. Thanks. <laughs> God. <laughs> so um, let's start off with uh, something fun to discuss. So uh, Soap She Knows recently caught up with Kim, uh, Kim Delaney to talk about uh, her playing the second Jackie Templeton on GH and to talk about her new movie. And they also talked about the upcoming All My Children reboot, Pine Valley, and they wanted to get her thoughts on it and on her character, Jenny, who, of course, famously died uh, on the jet ski um, in the 80s. And here is what Jackie, in fact, had to say about this upcoming All My Children reboot. Um, so first, of course, Jackie did acknowledge her scenes with Michael E. Knight on General Hospital. But then on the actual reboot, they uh, she said, all they have to do is ask, and I'm there. Sure, Jenny died, but someone asked me the other day if we ever saw her body. So maybe she's out there somewhere. So, Rodrigo, how did you feel about Kim Delaney kind of reliving her time um, at All My Children and, of course, talking about the reboot? It's always good. Always good to hear Kim Delaney. Um I've enjoyed her on GH. Uh, I was one of those people because my mom grew up watching Jen, was a big Jenny fan back in the days. Um, so I've known that character since childhood. Um, but Kim, that, that's not going to happen. They ain't going to bring back no Jenny. Jenny let, let Jenny die. Jenny died in that Bosey accident. That was a classic killing. That, and they've never tried to bring her back except when she was a ghost in one uh, episode years ago, and um, and that was that. So, but I do appreciate that she still loves the character. She's never stopped talking about her soap roots. The fact that she's come back to soaps um, is a miracle after she's had, you know, a successful primetime run with NYPD Blue and Army Wives and whatnot. Um, but it's always nice to like hear that, you know, actors will still participate in something that was their claim to fame. And she's never forgotten where she came, where she came from. She's always thanked all my children for her career. Um, 
but it's good to hear her say that you know she would participate if they asked. But ain't going ha- I don't know what's gonna happen with this new show. So I'm not saying never say never. You can never say that in the soap world. But um, I don't think that would be happening. But it was good to hear. It's good to hear that you know she's still about all my children and has never forgotten about it. Um, Rodrigo, would you? you know want to see her like as a cameo uh playing somebody else for like just an episode on the reboot like as something cute maybe like a um a cute cameo would be nice you know someone that looks just like jenny just walking around you know everyone thinks it's jenny but it's not really jenny but it's like a little wink wink nudge nudge uh but that would be cute um she made like a little special cameo on it, so I wouldn't mind that. But as for Back from the Dead, we we saw Jenny die. Jenny died. There was a body. There was a body at the damn hospital. She died. <laughs> well, now for all this time, you know, when did Jenny die? Like eighty four or eighty four? Yeah. So yeah. that's hmm. is is been it's been a minute. So <laughs> for real, yeah. Um, so Tiggs, you know, I know, of course, we all loved all my children on this panel, but you're probably the biggest AMC fan among us. So um, what did this interview make you think? Like, what are your thoughts about it? Um, you know, I'm loving her on GH. Making her Jackie Templeton was inspired. Um, I saw a preview for that Lifetime movie. I saw that blonde hair on her. I won't be watching. Um, when it comes to the All My Children reboot, yeah, Jenny Good and Dead. Now, if they if it's set in like the summertime, this nice outside in Pine Valley, maybe she could be a cute little jet ski instructor and she can run in the opal and you know, oh, you look just like my Jenny. She's been gone for a long time now. You you are a dead ringer for her. Something like that, that'd be cute. But no, Jenny's ass is dead. We got way too many bigger fish to fry than worry about some damn Jenny Gardner coming back from the dead. <laughs> a jet ski instructor that would see that would be something like uh ron calavardi would do you know when he did the pancake thing with katie mclean <laughs> he thought that shit was cute <laughs> now, now you know me i usually like the whole wink wink nug nug break the fourth wall where i could kiss my ass with that i wanted jennifer to throw that plate of pancakes in julie's fucking face on her last day too. That was right. Now don't don't remind us of some <laughs> shitty shit. That ain't funny. And fuck Meg uh-huh. McTavish. I, <laughs> I actually like that. My bad. Apparently, I wasn't. I like it too. I know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm sorry. I mean, like it. It was one of those things where if you actually watched you got where he was coming from. And it's just like, he thought it was the most ridiculous killing ever. So he like was poking fun at them for killing Dixie effing Cooney off like that. So to me, I thought it was hilarious. But I just know the next yeah. time we see Jennifer Rose, it better be her. Cause Miss Chick-fil-A can her bitch ass down in Nashville. <laughs> um, so anyway, Alan, uh, Kim Delaney was also asked about what it's like jumping into soaps after all this time. And of course, she went in to mention, uh, she said they shoot so fast over at GH, of course, and it's it's entirely different way of taping now, but executive producer Frank Valentini is brilliant. 
So Alan, have you enjoyed Delaney's run on GH as Jackie? It's okay. She could leave tomorrow. It wouldn't really matter at all, though. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. She could she could drop dead and wouldn't affect one story. So that's my feelings on that. It would affect that is is um it's horse face. Oh, stop calling him horse face. If um <laughs> Finn. If Finn, sorry, my bad. If Finn is a daddy or a brother, you know, this is some West Virginia style stuff going on here. So, like, I'm blocking I, like, I like that whole Finn, Jackie, Chase. Is Finn the I father or he I is the brother? I just I want like them to get that. to the fucking point. They dragging yeah, all this shit to this day away. They drag. Let's explode now. that. Let's explode that one and, like, Kim the lady has the chops, but they're not showing what she can really do. I think it's a very slow build of this story. Um, and Kim's been going back and forth filming Lifetime and whatnot. So she hasn't really been on the canvas fully since she started. But I'm starting to see, you know, they're getting uh, Jackie involved with finding Cyrus's mother. And uh, so she's getting to like play around with the other characters on the show so i'm thinking they're starting to finally develop her more and we can see her more but i do love that finn jackie because i think her, her and uh michael easton have some nice chemistry together themselves so i wouldn't mind uh I can see why they smashed back in the day. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. Yes. I um I will say before we move on that you know as we all know and we've seen it especially with soaps throughout the years. Once women get to a certain age, they're put out to pasture and they're never heard from again. Especially if Jill Farron Phelps is the executive producer of a show. But you know I love that Kim Delaney at fifty nine is still working she still got it she looks fantastic and so you know if she's on the all my children reboot for one episode that's cute that's great i love her on gh and unlike tiggs i think i will check that lifetime movie out we'll see <laughs> um <laughs> so anyway uh, let's shift over to another ABC daytime show, and that is, of course, The View. Uh, once again, we're talking about everybody's favorite co-host, Megan McCain. Um, so Megan McCain, on a very recent episode, talked about the uh, coronavirus vaccine, and she got some fans of the talk show pretty riled up. This is what she had to say. The fact that I, Megan McCain, co-host of The View, uh, don't know when or how I will be able to get a vaccine because the rollout for my age range and my health is so nebulous. I have no idea when and how I get it. I want to get it. If you call me at three o'clock in the morning, I will go any place at any time to get it. Um, now, of course, this had people speaking on once again how Megan McCain um, uses her privilege to get ahead. And it made some people upset. Uh, so, Dee, let's go to you on this. What do you think of what Megan McCain had to say on the vaccine? You know what? I say the same thing I say every time we talk about this chick. Fuck nuts, Meg McCain. Nobody cares about this chick. 
um, how are you better than anybody else? You need to sit there and wait like everybody else. You have bigger issues to fry, like whatever they're doing with your hair on that show. You know, stay at home, collect your paycheck. You're not going to be skipping anybody else. So did she forget to say I'm John McCain's daughter? Because that's normally her battle cry. So what does she do? Forget to say that. And she's going to say I'm a co-host of The View. Girl, you have a better chance saying that you're just a plain white woman with blonde hair and get a shot than saying that you on The View. Let's keep it real here. She just, I, I don't like her. I've never liked her. She's just extremely privileged. And the fact that she doesn't even realize that what she said was wrong on so many different levels just shows you she's just corrupt. I can't stand that chick. She can die in a fire and I wouldn't even lose any sleep. Especially when, you know, it kind of even angered me a little bit, given that she works with women who are older than her, you know, that haven't gotten it yet, to, to my knowledge. Exactly. Um, like they all, oh, yeah. like everybody, all of them, I'm fairly certain, either falls in by the health, by the age range or some kind of health ailment. But she's sitting here trying to, she's trying to skip everybody else in line, trying to skip all of the people. You know what, didn't, weren't y'all, weren't y'all, wasn't your party the one saying that, that Corona wasn't even real, that COVID wasn't is. a real thing. So now here you are trying to get a vaccine. Girl, shut up. And Whoopi Goldberg, my God, she wants to talk about health conditions. Whoopi almost died two years ago from pneumonia. So, I mean, like, come on. Once again, it's Megan McCain putting herself first when nobody else wants her to be first in anything. Um, Rodrigo, let's go to you on this. How do you feel about what Megan said? Oh, God. She just irks the fuck out of me. Just it's every time... Oh, I wish we would just stop talking about her on this podcast. Anyway, she because she is, I really think she says these things just to get attention. Because I can't believe, the, especially after she just came back from her maternity leave, she has just been every week, it's just one dumb thing after another where she's getting this attention, she's getting the Twitter views, she's getting the likes, she's getting the retweets, she's get. this is what she does. And it's so fucking annoying and I just can't do it with her. And it's like, and like I said, I always say, I do not watch The View on a regular basis. I cannot stress that enough. The only reason I see the view because all over my damn bird app is with all the shit that Megan says or whoever else is on that panel saying, and it's just, I'm just, I'm over her. I'm over her ignorance. I'm over her privilege. I'm over her hair. I'm over her, her fucking clothes. I'm just over everything about this chick. And it's just like, she's whacked out of her mind. How is like, her own mother like has more sense than her and she is the one that like decided that she wasn't gonna like stand for for, for just for stupidity and that the fact that she's speaking up for her party the same party that disrespected her father the same party the same man that disrespected her dad and she has nothing but like I've never heard her say anything or speak out against Trump or anything he's done. I, I, and he, this man called your dad a loser, basically. He wasn't a hero. And, um, and this is the party you still stand in line with. And I'm just like, I'm just over her, you know, 
period. I uh, I don't want to talk about her no more. Next you person, know, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she's not even good television anymore. You know, I for as wacky as um, Elizabeth Hasselback was, I used to love The View when it was like the Elizabeth Rosie fighting era. And then like when Elizabeth would say something psycho anyway. Uh, but Alan, what do you think of all of this? I heard on social media that people with Ruben-esque figures get the vaccine. She's so that desperate to use her figure and wait for it for it. Because she is a big woman. You can get the vaccine that way. You're not desperate. Jesus. Alan, I, I saw the shade in that comment. <laughs> anyway. Uh, She's on his wig, so it's a fact. <laughs> Tiggs, uh, what do you have to say about Megan before we move on? Fucking Megan McCain and the horse she rode in on. Like, me and Megan are roughly the same age. She might be a couple of years younger. But it's like, bitch, you young and you healthy. Boo fucking who? You can't get the vaccine yet. Joy is the oldest motherfucker up there. Joy 80. She should have been the first motherfucker in line behind Jesus. So shit. She'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where Jesus, he, where, they need to fire that bitch. Where's Anna Navarro? Shit. Oh, I love Anna. Oh. I, you know, and I even um, kind of liked Nicole Wallace. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are better Republicans to get on this panel than Megan McCain. There's and, better in my family that could be on that panel than Megan McCain. I know, right? D, you could probably find 100 women in Texas to be on this panel. That'd be better than her. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> Um, so anyway, before we move on to another network, let's actually go back to General Hospital because we want to shine light on a very amazing performer, and that is, of course, Cynthia Watros. So, Alan, I know you have been dying to talk about Cynthia's power performances lately on GH as Nina continues to find out truths about the end of Nell from months ago. So, Alan, what have you thought of how everything has turned out? I love it. They finally let Cynthia Watchers come out to play and show people why she is one of the best actresses to ever be on soaps ever. And she got to tell Carly about herself in such a delicious way. Mm. Pretty much mocking the way Sunny died to her face and not getting socked in the face for just, oh, so good. I loved when um, Carly had also tried to give it back to her and Nina just stood her ground when Carly was like, this is what you do when you're backed into a corner, you become the same Nina who cut Ava's baby out of her. I mean, this is like a rivalry that I am so up for. I'm, I'm, I'm loving like, it. I'm there. <laughs> I'm like, Laura Wright, Laura Wright and Cynthia Watros are selling this rivalry between Carly and Nina. It's been building for months. I like the build of it. I love the confrontation at the cemetery between Nina, Jax, and Carly. I love that Nina, one of my favorite moments when she said, I have the resources at my disposal. I'm not, I'm not, some, I'm not some girl from the trailer with a bastard father who, had, who couldn't stand up to you. I have the money to stand up to y'all, motherfucker. And she told them straight up, she's going to get their answers. And when she told Jack, you are a liar. You're nothing but a smile with a smile. And you did it all with a smile and a tan. 
I said, oh, Lord Jesus, these writers, these writers, these writers are. These writers have been on my Twitter page, damn it. <laughs> I, dude, I'm serious. Juicy, <laughs> not only you give me juicy story, you give me juicy dialogue. You're giving me like, Nina was, that was Nina, Shaniqua, Tyquasia, <laughs> fucking Reeves. Cause she came in like, I'm going to, she, first she disrupted the funeral. Like, Dax, we're talking now. I want to talk to you now we're gonna do this now and she yes. was just like she didn't give a damn and i cannot wait because nina spoiler alert I, well this is my prediction i think nina will run into mike aka sunny and she is going to get her revenge that way she is going to keep sunny away from carly give her a taste of her own goddamn medicine and Oh, I can't wait. I'm just, that, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's like it. a Bill Bell type story. You know, that yeah. is something Bill would have done. <laughs> you know, right. where she finds out beforehand that Sonny is still out there and Cause, stuff. Because Sonny yeah. keeps having this vision of a blonde. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, the more he's thinking about, he can't see the face. But here come Nina. Blonde haired Nina will come in and be like, oh, yeah, I'm the one you look <laughs> It would the be one a great twist. For. And, you know, yeah. I... I see so much viability in this feud to go on for years because I think, in my opinion, the Carly and Ava feud is kind of dried up, you know, because they haven't really written anything new and interesting in that feud in quite a while. Um, and, you know, just over and over again. Yeah, you Morgan's not there. Morgan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but Penguin's not there. You know, we yeah, get the whole Morgan. Avery situation. Fuck Morgan. But I think the Carly and Nina feud, you know, soaps have so been missing feuds in that age range between two very powerful actresses. So I'm up for it. Now, Dee, let's go to you. Um, Whose side are you on in this whole thing? I think I have an idea, but why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners? (laughs) Anybody that's not Carly Corinthos, God damn it. I don't even care. You know... Uh, yeah, Nina crazy. Nina cut cut Avery straight up out of my favorite Ava, and I don't even care. Anybody that has the balls to take it to Carly Carrizos, beat her at her old game, please show up. Come through. I will start to go fund me. I don't care. Nina is not taking any mess from Carly. She got money. She has resources. She has power. And it's because Nina did it, not because, oh, I got it from my mobster husband. I'm like, or I got my hotel from my um from my rich husband, you know, or whatever, like she did with Jax. Like, you know what? Jax is so dead to me right now. Like he always, and I'm a car Jax oh. fan, so I know he's always gonna take Carly's side. Like we know this without saying, but he's gotten punked so many times by Sonny. He should be on Nina's side, but he's sitting there sadder with Cardi. So you know what? I'm pro Nina. I'm going to get my Nina shirt made. I'm ready for her to just wreak havoc. Take Carly's man. Take our whole life. I don't care. Just do it. Decimator. I'm down. Me too. Um, Tiggs, let's go to you. What are your thoughts on this uh, feud bubbling up? I can't wait. It's taken them two years, but, you know, they are finally giving Cynthia Watcher something to do because her playing mild-mannered wasn't working for me. I mean, at least with Michelle Stafford, Nina, they toned Nina down, but you know Stafford, you know, she still had that glint in her eye when she needed it. 
But you know, Cynthia's been playing it really safe. And now Nail Nail. Nina Nail. Nina Nail. Nina <laughs> have a reason to go the fuck off and I can't wait. I want her to I want Carly's head on a fucking pike. And Nina carrying it around town. Cause I am just so sick of Carly's ass walking around like she's the queen goddamn bee. I kill you. It's time for Carly. Carly needs to be taken down. It, it is like like Nikki Newman don't walk around General City the way her punk ass walks around Port Charles with her head held up. Catherine Chancellor didn't walk around General City the way Carly oh. walked around Port Charles. Yeah, Carly had you know Carly. Carly could be a hypocrite, but she she was more mindful. She knew like she, this car this in, in, incarnation of Carly. The fact that she had the nerve to tell Nina, well, your daughter was a psycho who killed people and this, this, that, and the other. I'm like, bitch, you're burying somebody that killed somebody. <laughs> you're burying, killing yourself. Your best friend is a hitman. Um, you have done just as worse as Nina. So, like, come on, miss me with all that. Carly shot, shot Tony in open court. In open court. <laughs> And she was talking exactly. about oh, interrupting my husband's funeral. How many how many things have you crashed, Carly? Well, how I mean, my God, her how whole, many weddings? Carly's well, I mean, origin story is built upon slicing through one of the pillar couples of the show. I mean, <laughs> and she showed no remorse even after she found out Bobby was her mother. I mean, it took Carly and Bobby years to reconcile their differences over the whole Tony thing. And so you know, now to see what looks like a feud that is actually written both ways and not just one-sided, it's very refreshing. Um, and I, I love every bit of it. I'm like, get her, Nina. Don't show no remorse for what you're saying. I mean, this woman covered up your daughter's death. Uh, so good for Nina. I am team Nina. I mean, uh, no pack of shit. Let's not get it twisted. Oh, yeah, it totally a wonderful wonderful person i mean i cheered her on because you know anybody that gets to she was the only person that got to talk mess to the corinthia yes. so i was like go now go but i mean we're not saying that nell isn't trash because she was straight up garbage exactly but every life matters isn't that what y'all say mm-hmm. and you know i think nina also wants to point out in carly that she was no different than now I mean, backed into a corner, Carly has done some pretty disgusting things. And mm-hmm. so she's ruined lives. Um, and so I think, you know, and Nina, what's different between Nina and Carly is Nina will still admit what she's done wrong to people. But Carly, through the years, especially in this incarnation, you know, she pushes everything she's ever done wrong to the back burner just because she owns a hotel and has gotten married to Sonny for the 68th time. Yes, she so, thinks he's a wonderful person. Yeah. She's she thinks heroine she's and a wonderful the Carol saint. Burnett of Port Charles. Aww. But that's her, that's her in, that's her in Sonny. That's why they've lost their appeal. Not only because they don't have chemistry, but the characters have lost their appeal. They've turned them into caricatures. They're Boris and Natasha. They do terrible things to people and never want to be held accountable. Like, what's this whole amnesia story? When Sonny gets his memory back and all that, Sonny's going to learn nothing 
from what he's went through. And he's going to go back to being an asshole that loves his family and kills yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, like, he'll do like a special no Sunny standalone. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be the, you know, this week, General Hospital is the most powerful it's ever been. Emmy winner Maurice Bernard tackles 60 pages of dialogue in one set. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be that. But oh, and I would love this. I would love this Anisha storyline if if they didn't. The fact that Sonny Corinthos' death doesn't even make front page news. Right. Well, they're more focused on like, oh, this it doesn't Sony make any news anywhere. So the fact that he could just go and he's like in some town in Pennsylvania where these these two black folks don't even know who they're dealing with, and he's supposed to be the notorious mobster and there's no newspaper article there's no coverage <laughs> there's no and okay you want to play it that way chris and dan dan and chris okay cool i know what you're trying to do but that's the only part of the story i'm just like mm, you could have came up with something a little bit different but okay it's 2021 and sunny's death doesn't even make the news well i mean to- you know if- I think it was kind of funny <laughs> that it did because, you know, it kind of just goes to show. I think it was also them trying to say, like, yeah, we know this type of plot line is so played out. You know what I mean? And right. they're like, this is a show about a town of people who almost got frozen by a maniac billionaire family. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just it's general hospital, I think, being funny, which is what I love. I love when GH is you know, balances a little bit of comedy in an hour with the drama. Um, But yeah, we'll see what happens. I overall, I'm still enjoying GH. Um, I think there is still a lot of stuff to tune in for. Um, Especially, you know, I'm still tuning in and adoring every day that Lisa LaCicero is on. Um, so yeah, it's still overall a good show. Oh, it's going good. Especially yeah. this week. Ava, baby. Yeah. This Ava week is gonna time. be good. Fanola Hughes is about to be no Fanola Hughes. Is- she is about to go endlessly. Oh, um, <laughs> that whole Peter thing is finally, finally. About yes. to- Jesus. Oh, let this be the end of this Peter character. Please let this Please. be the end. Well, <laughs> We have went through three years of hell. Three years. Three, three years. years. We are 12 years of slaves waiting for Peter <laughs> to get here. No. no. Three years for this character that should have been killed off year one. <laughs> should that shouldn't, no, that shouldn't have made it on the air. Uh, <laughs> Let's yeah, be clear like, about that. They, they, they should have just took their L and brought that fool back as Lucky or Dylan and just cut their losses two and a oh, half Oh, he would have been ago. a good, okay. I would have actually liked him as Dylan. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have minded that. You know, Wes, Wes Ramsey has problem. a very Dylan look. Yeah, it's just that the character is, is ill-conceived. It's terrible. Oh, it, it reminds me a lot. You know, Peter reminds me a lot of Daisy from The Young and the Restless. You know, us wind our fans know the hell oh. we went through when Maria Rena Bell thought that girl was the second coming of Sheila Carter Jesus. I mean, oh. Oh. And Wes is and Wes is doing too much. He's doing too much. I am acting in this part. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, what, what in the like, Judith Chapman is going on? Too much I, of I am not, acting. I cannot like, seriously. I cannot. <laughs> yeah. not he just, he 
were on. He doesn't stage. have the range to be a sinister like, villain. Boy, he just if does. you don't stop with that shit and just act, it's like just act and stop trying to act. You're not. And we know Stroud. he can act. You know, we know he can actually do it. But you're right, Tiggs. You said something very interesting, and I'll say before we move on here. But you know, yeah, he's not cut out to be a villain you know it taking it back again to Wyndar it reminds me of that era when they tried to make like Joshua Mauro more of a villain type character and it's like no you know there's people who are supposed to be romantic leads and people who are supposed to be villains in my opinion Wes Ramsey is more of a romantic type actor. Back of the scene you should not even be on my show actor you better go bland. And I liked like, him on, on God in Light. I liked Sam. I'm on like, God no. I, I just, just, he should be a romantic supporting player. Yeah, this go. character. Dave, you put him, Wes Ramsey can be in the lead when it's the middle of July and you don't have any story because, you know, you, all the writers are trying to meet to discuss, you know, August into the fall. You know what I mean? Um it's like, you know, when soaps used to put all their teens on the front burner for the summer um, and put them all on an island or a beach somewhere and blow them up with jet skis if you were all my children. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah. one of them things like Wes. Yeah, he could have been villain. Wes is one of those actors he where been villain. you get, yeah, you give him a nice, sweet, romantic love story and then you give his the love of his life in an operable brain tumor and let Wes cry over her ass for a month to get an Emmy reel. You give him something like, you give him something Uh. that Gene Passanante can write very well. You know what I mean? Because to her credit, (laughs) to her credit, in my opinion, I think Gene, now she kind of always did it with the wrong character, but I think she can write romantic stuff well. You know, he needs that type of storyline. You know, like, an Ask Man Landers type of story, or no. you know, like you said, a brain tumor crying coma story, or no. No, none of the, I think it would have been Stephen Lars. You would work, maybe, no, maybe not Dylan. Ooh. I think Stephen Lars. No, yeah, Stephen Lars. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, but nah, but but I have to see if I have to see Peter. Oh, did I, you call I, him Peter? I'm, I'm a better person. I'm <laughs> right, he a, said Peter like he was low. Uh, Peter. I'm like, boy. Oh, shut up. Your girl tell you to tone that shit down. Tone it down. <laughs> tone it See, down. Rodrigo, you acting like you Scott McKenzie or something directing it up. One of the directors told me. One of them told him a long time ago. Gary Tomlin, Scott McKenzie, somebody should have just told his ass, what are you doing? <laughs> just Scott Sickle, <laughs> Look, Rodrigo said, now, look, we all want to be out of here by five, so I'm going to need you to come over here very quickly now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would have been Step better. off the Metro court set and come oh, in. He would have been better kind of playing Peter as kind of like a delusional crazy, instead of thinking he's some goddamn Roger Thorpe, because it ain't working. No. Bye. Good riddance. Mm. Bye-bye. Thank you. Um, I just... <laughs> him tying people down on uh, uh, tying a helpless woman down on the railroad tracks. That's the kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being very not working. Mustache swirling, like, no. and it is not working. <laughs> it's not, and it's yeah, like, oh, GH has a cast of 50,000. GH has a cast of 50,000. So, you mean to tell me 50,000 of them couldn't tell him to stop? It doesn't make sense because anytime he says something. 
all you can hear is that little dog in the background going, because it's ridiculous. He's not menacing at all. Who is he scaring? Not me. I, <laughs> Nobody's scared. I mean, Cynthia Watros, now there's, you know, they need to make Nina like a villainous type character again, because I tell you they what, did. anybody remember her guiding light days? Cynthia used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that's how, that's, <laughs> I waited for her to go Annie Dutton on Carly. Oh, I waited, yes. I waited all, for her to go straight oh, Annie all, Dutton on her. That's that her wheelhouse. Just, like, being mild-mannered, that ain't Cynthia. Cynthia needs something with some bite to it. All that I was missing between that suit with with Cynthia and Laura Wright was some Kim Zimmer coming out of nowhere just to like <laughs> now see that's yeah, not Kim cute. Zimmer. No, I don't need Kim Zimmer chewing up the we little have, sets that GH Echo has. De, Echo De Savoy just comes on in and just like <laughs> not not Echo. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, now now my one my one thing about those scenes is that Michael should have been there to hear all that. Why was Michael? So, Michael should have been there. Why did yes. they send? Why did they send like Michael a off with the girls like she fourteen? Like I really, they need there needs to be a scene where Michael goes the fuck off on Sunny Carly and Jason tells him I'm a grown ass man. And we especially when you're that. talking about things we that got concern that me. One time, one time, like, we got that. Time time. Time. We had that. Yeah, one time. Like, that after the Franco. I'm sorry, Franco. Listen to me. Yeah, after the no. Franco <laughs> wedding. He, he's played yeah. so many characters. I have to think about which one I it love is. You so Come on, much. Now. <laughs> but I'm saying that one time when Michael actually grew some balls and he said that he was a quarter main and not a Corinthos, that's the one time that I actually knew he had hair on his nose. Oh, that's the Other only time. That. Yeah. That's and what got Chad much... doing with Emmy, and they yeah. will not go back to that. That's the only time that I was in it with the Chad Duel performance. You know, like, Michael was I a saw man. him that day. When he was a man, when he was a man stood up for himself. What a man, what a man. What a man. I don't Sonny and Carly at all anymore. It's like a rule over Lair. He's he not calling more like, shit. He has to kiss her ass. Yep. They treat him like he's a little kid, like he a grown-ass man with a stupid baby of his own. He should have been right there listening to all that because the next thing Dina gonna do is come after that stupid ass baby. They still I waited for her since, to come after that stupid ass baby, okay? Since Ron has left, they've once again regressed to treating Michael and the writing like a child. I mean, you know, and like you said, Tiggs, he is a dad. Um, you know, he is a businessman, and so he needs to have those manly like reactions he does <laughs> it's like come yes. on michael, just like, drop again just like been michael, you know. michael is the easiest person to write for on that damn show he should be written like he's still a fucking falling it's michael michael should be going toe-to-toe with nina himself and like if nina's gonna try to get her, his son michael should be like bitch I got my resources too, and you are not going to come near my. You know what he needs but to instead say? Instead, his mama needs to say. He, he needs to say to Nina, "I'm a Cordomane and I'm a Corinthos. I can wipe you off the face of this earth if I want to." And then he, Nina needs to take him out. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Nina needs look, to wipe off the face of the earth and yes. then bring back his Drew Garrett. Anyway. There, because Nina needs to say, "You may have more money than I do, but I've got more street smarts than you do." 
and she needs to let those come out. I got more smarts, period. Michael is the dumbest person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Michael came I'm, to her. Oh, Lord. That... Her being on it. All Nina going to say is, please, Michael, all you're going to do is get your mommy to do all your dirty work for you like you always do. Exactly. And I need Cynthia to be filing her nails the whole time. Because just... <laughs> all Michael going to do is run wine in the Carly and Diane going to file an injunction or some bullshit or a restraining order against Nina. That's all that's going to happen. Carly's gonna show up in a scream, in a scream, just screeching at the top of her lungs because that's all she does now. And this I know I'm gonna have to turn my Hulu down that day, dude. <laughs> who you telling? I'm Ooh. just like, as soon as I, I get that blonde hair, I turn it down because I already know what time it is. They, they, they need to give some balance back to that character, some self awareness. It's, it's like the first five years we were working on that show, she was fine. But around 2011, 2012, when they broke her and Jax up, she regressed back to 1996. And she's been that way ever since. But I liked 1996 Carly. I can't stand Carly now. 1996 Carly, I was about that life. But she's too old. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Back then, Carly was 25. Now Carly's 50 with a newborn and a grandbaby. She's too old to be acting like that. I mean, she got all kinds of other problems she should be dealing with. You know, I, I feel uh, paralysis, but they're going to go get into Alexis. But okay. Carly just, just needs, ugh. Carly needs a come to Jesus type of moment. And, and Nina needs to give it to her. Okay. They, okay. Won't let Ava do it. they won't let Ava do it. So, so let, let Nina, Nina do it. Let Nina do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so anyway, we've talked about soap fabulousness already. But let's continue to talk about it as we move over to Days of Our Lives. Days has released their Jacquet promo to promote her coming to the show when she debuts (laughs) on March 1st in the role of the bold Paulina, as she described it in the promo. So We love Black people! (laughs) This was just watching her in that promo it looked like the sets had gotten bigger and the show had just upped itself so much. So, Alan, I was already into it by the promo with her holding a martini in the Brady Pub. What did you think of it? I thought it was very fun. I like that they're using the Black characters more now because in the past, Lonnie and Eli were basically C characters. We all know it. Ron wasn't that interested in Lem. But now he's actually using Lem, giving them real writing, and actually giving Lonnie a backstory and a relative they're actually going to use. I love Eli and Lonnie. Eli and Lonnie, to me, are like a very young, edge-of-night type couple. You know what I mean? Like, they're fun. You can tell a lot of action and adventure, young story for them. Um, You know, they're great to always have around as leads, You know, that's the key word there. Those two should not be supporting ever. Um, And if they are supporting, then they need to be supporting for one day a year. That's it. And then get them back on lead. Um, So, Dee, let's go to you. What did you think of the grand dame, Jacques, popping up in that promo? Okay, now, you know, I've been following this on Twitter from the time that Ron, my uncle Ron and, and Jack A were going back and forth on Twitter. So I knew she was coming. It was just a question of how long it was going to take. I'm like, let her be a price. Let her be a price. Please let her be a price, you know, so we can just get this whole backstory going so we can get it popping. 
and I'm ready. I am so ready. And she got those Twitter fingers and people gonna come up in her mentions on that mess and she not with the bullshit. So I already know she's gonna be smacking people down left and right because she's not gonna take any mess because the same way she is on TV is the same way she is in life. So I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the Black people to get stories. I've been asking for it for a long time. Everybody always said that Ilani was boring. I'm like, they're not boring. They're just not giving them a story. And so Ron finally gave them something they can run with. And they it's been smooth sailing ever since. They they are not supporting actors. They should not be in C stories. You know how you have your A story, your B story. They should not be the C story on Days of Our Lives. So I'm glad that they're actually giving them what they need. And, you know, I'm just, I'm ready. Because, you know, Sheila gone. But, you know, Paulina here and we can shake some stuff up and I'm ready for it. I am too. I think, um, you know, I could tell that we're in for a good time just when she ended the promo with that iconic Jacquet laugh. You know what I mean? Like she does that laugh and you know it's her. Um, Rodrigo, what did you think? Let's go to you. Loved it. I loved every minute of that promo. But Jackie is, what can you say? She's like, she's my childhood. Like, I grew up on Jackie. We all grew up on Jackie. And, and for those who don't know, this is not her first time on a soap opera. She started off on Another World. Tell before. it. So, like, this is not her first time she's on a soap set. So she's already, she knows how it is. She knows what she's getting herself into. I am happy that she connected to Lonnie. I thought she was going to be a relative of Abe's, which I wouldn't have minded as well, you know, going down the Carver family history. But I think this is a little bit better because I don't know anything about Lonnie, to be honest. They have not explained anything really about her past, where she came from. All we know is about her mom and that's about it. So I'm sure, I mean, it's gonna be fun to see Lonnie's other relatives that she grew up with, where she came from. And Jackie, I think she's bringing a daughter along with her too. So there's another character that's coming in. That might be yeah. maybe Lonnie, Lonnie's cousin or something. Um, so, I'm just very excited about this whole thing. And Ron, please don't fuck this up because this is very, very, very huge, especially for Black viewers, um, for you to get a caliber of a jacket on your show. And you know it's going to be fun. You know it's going to be colorful. You know her outfits are, like, amazing in the promo. And, like, she's just a character you know is going to cause a lot of trouble. She just reminds me of a character like one of those 80s soul characters that were so bigger than life and like uh that that remind that pro that whole promo was very old school soap opera to me so like it's i it's i'm looking forward to this i don't know how long this arc is going to be so i'm not even sure how long jack is going to be on the show but for how long she's going to be there i'm going to enjoy i'm going to enjoy every minute of it so i'm very excited about it well, and, you know, I think it's worth noting, um, kind of like what you said, Rodrigo, like Days of Our Lives has a duty to do this very well with her. One, we know that they can get ratings from this if it is really good. Two, Jacquet is such a staple in NBC's history. I mean, you're talking about 227, you're talking about Another World, you're talking about 
you know, when she won her Emmy for 227 for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. I mean, Jacquet's relationship with this network travels back almost, you know, 40 years. And so they have to do right by her. Um, and they have to make sure that they just go for it. You know, don't waste any time. Just have her be ready from day one. And it looks like it's going to be that way. Um, Alan, what about you? Any, uh, excuse me, Tiggs, what about you? What did you think of this whole Jackie thing? Oh, you know, hey, Jackie is my auntie in my head, damn it. Always has been. Um, they need to promote the hell out of this. Because, like you said, Jack A is like, like a Debbie Morton. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how old you is. I don't care how young you are. You a Black person. You know who the hell Jack A Harry is. And you love him. Who doesn't love Jack A? So, like, I saw people on my other Twitter who I've never seen retweet nothing about a soap in my life retweeting that damn day's tweet the other day. So, just promote the hell out of it. Have Jack A doing... Facebook chats and, and and Instagram lives and do all that shit. Have her on the real, goddammit. Uh, shit, I think even Wendy would talk to her for a minute. Do all that. Oh, yes, and have her, you know, do one of those Facebook videos like Jacquet relives her best NBC moments. You know what I mean? Right. And pull a bunch of good NBC clips from another yeah, world. And help and, keep it in the family. Yes. Hit up Andy Cohen's ass. Get her back on Watch What Happens, damn it. Do, do whatever the hell you need to do. Yes, and get her in magazines, you know, like, oh, Jacquet, what's it like being back in soaps after, you know, all this time away? And so, I mean, get Somebody. her every I, I just I just can't wait to see her interact because I know she's going to cross paths with Bonnie. That shit is going to be hilarious. I would love to see cross paths. I like, can't I wait. for her to cross paths with Kate and actually be friends with Kate. Because that's one thing. Kate doesn't have any Kate needs a friend. Friends. Yes. She yeah. needs friends. And she needs somebody. You Maybe know, she wouldn't be sleeping like... with everybody if she had some friends. Yeah, just... she, and, well, and, and this Paulina character looks friend. like she knows how to get around too. And so I'm for it. Yeah, like <laughs> Kate needs some friends. Kate needs yeah. some friends that to tell her like, girl, now you know you don't need to be doing that. Come on, let's have a drink or something like that. Let me calm you down. Come here. Girl. I want Jack A to have scenes with John Aniston. I think that would be hilarious. I would love, you know, there she needs to interact with everybody. They need her in scenes with every single cast member. Ali Sweeney, you know, with oh, her Sammy. and D. Hall. Ooh, her and D. Can Hall you imagine? Oh, Lord, the scenery would be gone and in such a good way. I mean, the set walls would just collapse. Okay, if she rest. if she could get Marlena to loosen up and get drunk again. Oh my yes. her and Mar <laughs> her and Marlena yes. need to have. A drunken night of fun. That would be hilarious. Or have her meet Susan. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. Paulina, you're yes. mean, mean, mean. Because I can well, already and, tell she's probably going to uh, cuss Julie out at least once, and I can't wait for that. Oh, yes, please. Oh, she <laughs> and Ooh, Susan are going to be Go get Maga. need to share something. Whoa, yeah. I need Maga Julie. I want Maga Julie cuss the hell out from Paulina. Oh, oh my God. God. Don't be holding that baby head like that. What did you do? From the Rudy to the Tootie, please cuss her out. Just cuss her out for all of us, please. Yes. Oh, I mean, the possibilities are absolutely endless. Um, like, could you imagine her and Anna sharing scenes together? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Again, to, she, the set walls would to, collapse. <laughs> she, she needs to know one of these old holes from back in the day. 
She's yeah, you know, they need to do name. like something like that. Like, oh, Anna, uh-huh. I know you from, you know, uh, when I met you at a supermarket or something. Oh, like, here's a good one. Oh, she should be one of Kate's old hoe buddies from back in the day. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, and you know like, what oh. she needs? I just thought of this. She needs to stay at the Salem Inn in room 227. God damn it. That, look, kick it off already. <laughs> I'm sure, I know, knowing Ron, there's going to be a lot of 227 references. There's going to be a lot of, like, another world jokes yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah, stuff. I'm pretty sure they're going to find some type of way for her to cross paths with Linda Dano while she's still there. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, And you know what? She needs to go way back. Yep. When she hears about the history of the town, like she can be sent with Marlena and hear about her twin sister and be like, oh, well, you know, I knew a set of twins once. You know what I mean? Like she needs to have all of those funny Ron Calabarty type jokes. In her and when she hears about all the crazy shit, I want her to react like how a black person would react. <laughs> yeah. Possessed by the devil. Ooh, child, let me get some holy water. Y'all crazy. Uh-uh. <laughs> and Marlena then can say, I know all about holy water. <laughs> um, anyway, before we uh, go on tonight's episode, we do have two uh, daytime actresses to congratulate. First up is, of course, Jacqueline McInnes-Wood, who has welcomed her son Lennox into the world. Congratulations, Jackie. We're Queen. very happy all for right, you. Jackie. Congratulations. She just makes child. beautiful babies. That's all she does is just make beautiful babies. Oh, it's she's going to cuss him out for years to come. He's going to get so sick of hearing the story about how he took forever when the day to come. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. First baby took um, a while. Rise took a while, too. And of course, we also need to dis, um, congratulate uh, Sasha, Sasha Kadre on Nabby's role. It's Kadre. excuse me. It's Kadre. thank you. <laughs> Nabby's the role. D, you done yet or you got something else to say? I'm just saying, if you don't slaughter somebody, <laughs> someone whose name gets slaughtered all the damn time, come on now. It's because it's I was positive. talking too fast. <laughs> but anyway, she dabbed the role of Supergirl in uh, the upcoming Flash film. And um, of course, everybody at her Y&R uh, has wished her well. And we wish her well, um, too. She beat out over 400 actresses. And I find that Go ahead, Sasha. Yeah. And, Good. And, now, now, Lola, that- now Lola can blow up inside of her taco truck. Oh my God! You did not Ooh. just say that. Oh God! Anyway, <laughs> she's not sticking around. No way. I'm just wrong. saying, not in the taco truck. She got a she got a damn brick and mortar restaurant now. Yeah, look at Teens being Josh okay, Griffith's right. best friend, taking down the minorities to. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh well, 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 well let, let her trip over a cord in the kitchen and blow aside. Let her trip. Over. What is Sasha? So we can get the GTAC back. Let's do that. What does Lola always make those empanadas? She can eat man learned his lesson. Coming for soap actresses, you don't do that shit. Honey, so I don't. On, so Twitter, on, so Twitter got that man's ass together. <laughs> I don't even want to waste airtime. I don't even want to waste airtime on our show talking about that fool. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that so was Twitter, amazing. You don't he got so gathered. We, we are the only people that can make fun of soap actors. Yeah, you fucking outside, right? Do not coming out. And, and it's like you can call. I can call my mama a hoe, but you can't call my mama a hoe. You I know can't what call I mean? Like, because I want to live. But especially in a situation like this, because 
we we've never had a problem with Sasha as an actress. It's just that the writing for Lola sucks. No, not the writing at all. Was so... I have loved Sasha since day one, and I always knew that girl was meant for something more than bad writing on The Young and the Restless concerning a purse that Kyle got. Up okay. Uh, so it ruined that character. Point that like purse was oh, ugly. I, I said when I ruined. said that purse was ugly. But... It was ugly too. No. <laughs> Kyle, damn, like, that on being now. said, that being said, you got me a Birkin bag. Fuck you. Kyle couldn't have hired Gloria for a day and said, "Gloria, I know you know taste. Sometimes go get a purse." And then uh-uh. go. Gloria would have bought her back something uglier and gaudier. No, no, because ass. Gloria would have bought something good and expensive. That's what Gloria would have. That purse but was expensive. It was, and it was expensive. Ugly. That was the whole point why she didn't want it. Well, that's what Kyle ugly. said. But come on, I'm like Kyle. I think you just said that just because because that no, purse Kyle looked like it came he, from he the dial. Gloria came back with some coach. Kyle bought the most thing in the store, and it was just ugly. He went to the sales lady. What should I get for my girlfriend? Oh, this is wonderful. It was the last ugly ass bag they had to get rid of for two thousand dollars, and he just bought it. Well, I just want to congratulate Target. I want to congratulate another minority actor on the Interesses who's going to be moving on to bigger and better <laughs> in this damn show. So congratulations to Sasha. Between her, Nomi Gonzalez, Lauren Lott, you know, talent that this show couldn't see. Um, they've moved on to bigger and better, and you just love to see it. And That's a whole conversation in itself. Ooh. Yes, yes it is. Um, that's a whole other podcast yeah. in itself. Um, so anyway, Tiggs, where can our listeners find you on the Twitter? The Ben Master Part 2. Y'all won't be hearing this podcast till Thursday or Friday, fucking with Casey, but I'm going to be binging GH in a moment. So y'all can talk <laughs> shit with me on there. Mm, the shade of it all. <laughs> so anyway, Alan, where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at Alan Saratha, and you can read my column about the state of romance on soaps right now at the pop at the popbreak.com. Look at you. Alan's <laughs> over there like I couldn't help but promote promotion. For real. Alan. I be on my I, be, I was on the clock the other day reading that. I said, that's right, Alan. You get these. Hey Alan Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rodrigo, what about you, darling? You can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. Continue to be shady and funny and calling everything out like as I see it. Okay, mm-hmm. like that bullshit with Molly and TJ. And Tiggs next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the always lovely D. Foster Abbott. Where can they find you? Hey. Oh. Uh. Baby, I want to be a Newman. Anyway, they can find Why? Me. So you don't comb your hair? Didi, <laughs> at least he made you somebody smart that got some money. Uh, I want to be the from the best family in town, you know, the family that wins all the time. Well, Sorry, at least I, I didn't Josh Griffith you. <laughs> oh, so basically you took away you so basically you would make me a Hamilton or a Winters. That's what you're trying to say. And uh take away my property, take away my businesses. Uh, cut me down and give them all to Billy Abbott. Oh, okay. All I'm you. saying, I think, look, no, we don't have time. Anyway, to I am, I am, you can find me, Stan and Devon Hamilton. <laughs> Thank yes. you very much at TMZBD. And you can find me at KCS Hutch. And as always, you can find our show at the chat underscore podcast. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye, double mask. Uh,
Wash your asses, mind your business. <laughs> Watch Days of Our Lives. Watch GH. Watch all of them. Shit. Even bold if you can stomach it. Be quiet. Of course, can. Bo got the most drama going on right now. You gotta quit. It is the thrice run over raccoon of soaps. Can, can okay. Quinn blow up a fashion show? Can they do a social distance fashion show in Bill Bell, Bell's backyard? A social Quinn distance. Blow up the All the chairs are going to be 18 feet apart. Look, some of those chairs are going to be in Wind R studio. Well, they, could, can I, they could do a fashion show. They could have it like it's a run through and have the models coming out one at a time if they were going to do it. But as like, they're going to blow some stuff up. Please blow up all that trashy, uh, hopeless for the future stuff. Yeah, like, that'd be so cute if they did a fashion show with some bedazzled little generic ass masks and shit. And Quinn just like, generic. Kill all these motherfuckers. Um, that, that, that will take, that's what will take them over wine now. They will overtake wine now. <coughs> Quinn blow some shit up. Tell you. You uh, know what? The thing is, Bold and the Beautiful is almost taking over wine and they're not even doing anything. I mean, what? at least Bold is moving forward, okay? Storylines are progressing and moving forward. Yes, do you have some of the same dialogue like discussed every day? Yes, but we at least had some payoffs for sweeps. I didn't realize sweeps were going on on Young and the Restless at all. Oh. I didn't realize I mean, there's such a thing. Uh, look, sweeping all their stories under the rug is what they're feels, doing. That's one thing I will say about work. Bold. It's like, Bold, you know what you're going to get with Bold. You know, if you're a fan of the show, you know what the hell you're going to get. And at least something is going on. I'd rather yeah. have a goddamn mannequin than Nikki and Victoria having the same fucking conversation that they've been having for six months. Darling, you really need a man and you need some rest. And you need is, a <laughs> Why is Phil's work in the front desk at the hotel? I mean, is this the dumbest shit I've ever seen? Because I'm just alone in here during a pandemic. She, it's only her and that other chick. Who she on that hotel? She can't find somebody to work. Look, Phyllis is probably so vacuuming cum so off of Lily's rug. Oh, Jesus, room. Michelle Staff, they're still wasting her. They're still wasting her. Two yeah. years later, she still has done nothing. Oh, oh my God, Kevin, has it really been Kevin doing years? these little stupid-ass papers <laughs> and shit. I'm so sick of her whining about this hotel. I, oh, oh God! You know, we almost had some semblance of a story with the whole um, Gloria blackmail Newman thing, and I was so interested. I was like, "Wait a second, do we have a story here?" And then, nope. Two weeks, like, it was all over. So my whole thing, Gloria had all this info. Gloria Fisher, I know, would have used that shit as soon as she got it, but no, she didn't use. It. Now she back to begging Jack for a job, which is ridiculous. Well, what was the point? Yeah. It's just wasting my Judith Chapman for bullshit. Amen. And she is one of those actresses that does not deserve to be wasted.